Yo. What up, what up? Yo, welcome to the Carbon Footprint. Episode 18. I'm glad you stepped in on that. See, man, we're getting, we're, getting, we're getting better. We're getting better at this, man. I had to think back real quick to last week and say, man, what the hell number was that one? Yeah, wow. 18, man. So what's yeah, up? Man. What's up? What's going on this week, man? Not man. Um, let me let me let me give a quick intro first, right? For those of you who uh, who haven't listened, um, I'm Sean and he's Juan. And we get together once a week, have a couple of drinks, and talk about everything that's going on all over the world. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and try to focus on things that are you know that that have made an impact, whether it's a uh, you know good, bad, or otherwise. So, uh, what's on the menu for today? Yeah, man, I think you got a uh, hold on. We got a nineteen crimes or red wine. It's a red blend, uh, but what makes it especially special is that Snoop Dogg is on the cover. Is is on the label, and it's a Cali Red fitting for Snoop Dogg, right? Cali Red. It's actually really good. I don't like nineteen crimes usually. That I would but have this never. This is a good one. So I've I have bought Nineteen Crimes before yeah, just so to kind of try it out, and I was not impressed. I didn't I didn't like the one that I bought. I don't remember which one it was, um, but scrolling through the aisles um, this past weekend, I just saw Snoop's face, and I go, I have to get it. And and I've been pleasantly surprised. It's actually really tasty. Yeah, so, it's actually a decent. Um, if you guys see this Nineteen Crimes with uh, with with Snoop Dogg's face on it, it's got a signature on the on the uh, neck of the bottle. Um, it's actually really good. Yeah, it so. actually is. I'm, I'm yeah, pleasantly surprised. It's actually pretty tasty, man. Like, you get him Snoop. Yeah, man. He's good at everything. It's probably weed in this. That's, that's what has us. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was something familiar it's something about in it. The- <laughs> I'm like, this tastes like my childhood. <laughs> like my teenage years. So that's good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I want to start off this week with a couple um, with a couple positive footprints, man. Sometimes we, you know, last week we touched on um, you know the 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 death of of Mr. Black Panther, yeah. um, but uh, this week I want to go off on a high note. Actually, I'm gonna start off on a high note rather. Um, Hormel Foods. Um, I don't know if you guys recognize that, um, I, but I bet if you go to the store, I'm sure you bought things from this brand. Um, they make things like Spam and Skippy peanut butter and Muscle Milk and Dinty Moore stew and probably all kind of crap that you're not supposed to eat. Yep. And like for Latinos, I, you get the sachichons. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we keep Spam in the house. I think it is probably the worst thing ever, right? What's in Spam? I have no idea. But my my kids like it, and my wife loves it. <laughs> my right? daughter likes the Vienna sausages. Oh yeah, yeah, we get those two. Yes. As terrible. <laughs> I think is that from the same company? It probably. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, is that? Oh, no, that Hormel makes them. Hormel it? makes. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. They make the the Vienna sausage. That's it. That's Vienna it. sausage. Vienna sausages, man, and they're terrible yeah. for you. <laughs> but they're great in rice. Yeah, you, you chop the red, them up. Get the red rice or like mac and cheese. You chop them up. Oh, I've had them mac and cheese. Oh, it's good. Try that out. Yeah, it's good. It's like hot dogs with mac and cheese. It's fire. That's a poor man's food. Yeah, y'all don't know about them broke night dinners. <laughs> so no, so Hormel Foods is actually um, they're paying for a two year degree. So essentially, if you go to like a community college, they're paying for two year degrees for all of their employees' children. Wow. So normally, you know, in in I shouldn't say normally, but in in some corporate environments and some workplaces, you know, they'll they'll sort of reimburse you. If you go to if you go to college and if it has something to do with your that something to better you within the company, you know they'll they'll flip the bill for that, but they'll usually pay you after the fact. Um, yeah, this is like they're gonna pay for 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 their uh, employees' children, and they have like sixteen thousand employees. Wow. Well, you figured sixteen thousand, but 
I guess you got to figure out how many of those have children, how many of those have college age children. I mean, it's still you figured still. it's risky. It's it's a lot of money. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was really that was that's really awesome, cool man. of them. You know what though? Uh, 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 I don't know what they do in sales a year, but that's probably a drop in the bucket for them. And I think employees, people want more than a paycheck these days, right? When you go look for an employer, you're looking for people, whether it's flexibility, um, obviously money matters, but then the perks, what else comes with it? What else shows me that you care about me and my family, right? And I think something like that is huge. Where are they based out of? I don't know. In the U.S.? So I'm wondering if Look it up. They got to be in the... Um, but they actually, you know, they, they, they currently offer um, tuition reimbursement to their employees, uh, you know, already. And so now they've extended that to the two-year degree. Minnesota. Um, Minnesota? Yeah. Austin, Minnesota. Never even heard. I, I was going to say Austin, Texas, and then I realized it was an MN. But that's awesome. So they do tuition reimbursement already for current employees. For their current employees. And so this is like an extension of that. Now they're also doing it for their employees' children. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's amazing, man. Because, you know, when you, you talk about, um, you know, your, your children, your, I, I think that every every parent wants better for their children, right? And, and, if, and if you weren't able to go to college... Um, for a lot of folks, that that's like the next thing, right? You yeah. want you want your kids to take that next step and and go to college, and so kudos to Hormel for 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 at least starting that process, right? A, a two year degree could mean the difference um, about somebody making a, a good living versus um, a not so good living. Not so good. Li- and listen, people will remember that. I think employees will remember that. Um, who knows? Those kids that you put through college will remember that. And, you know, who knows what path, you know, their their um, education takes them. Maybe they end up back at Hormel. Yeah. Because they remember what they did for them. Um, yeah. I think that's so underrated, especially this day and age. We give millennials a lot of crap about how they how they come into the work environment. Right. Like, uh, you know, a lot of times we knock them for being, you know, quote unquote entitled and things like that. But I think they're they're forcing employers and not that this happens hormel but i think they're forcing employers to offer more than just a paycheck because you can get a paycheck anywhere right and most of us can make money doing anything so i think when you do that and you take that extra step to to not only reimburse employees for their tuition but then their kids man that that's huge yeah yeah so so kudos to those guys yeah kudos to those guys um next up on my list is a company um based out of la um, the company's the company's called Republic and has a really a funky spelling. It's like R E P V B L I K. And what they're doing is that they're taking over or they're buying out old um, hotels, um, like or, or I would say more like motel style okay. places um, that that would that have been abandoned for you know whatever x amount of years, and they're turning them into into low income housing. So you have like studio apartments and you even have one bedroom apartments and the prices are like 500 and I think like 700. And it's in California. No. Uh, well, they, I, I, don't, I, I think that they're, they're California based and I don't know okay. if they want to expand to there, but I think that they're starting in places where property is not so expensive. Oh, makes sense. Okay. So like the, I think the one place that I looked at was in um, Branson, Missouri. Okay. Um, and like I said, the studio apartment was 500. One bedroom was, was like 700. Um, but I actually went into the website and the apartments looked nice. So they actually went in there and they renovated. So they remodeled. They don't yeah, just leave it looking just, like a motel. Yep. Wow. And so they renovate the place. I mean, they're putting down, you know, they're, they're putting down like laminate floors. Um, they're putting smart TVs in it. Um, they're putting like, uh, uh, they, they have like a tornado shelter. Oh, wow. In in the place well, if you're you know in Missouri, in Missouri yeah, yeah, yeah. you're probably gonna need that. 
Um, they're they're offering obviously you know AC. Which you, don't, you don't have to buy the AC. There's a, there's a laundry. There's basketball courts. There's gyms. So there's actually amenities to these places. Wow. You know for that price, you do have to qualify for it. So they're not. They they do have some stipulations where they're not taking people like if you've been evicted. Um, okay. be, be, you know, due to like because you because you just stop paying. Okay. So they are trying to get hardworking people that have just you know fallen upon hard times. Yes. Yeah. Um, but man, I was like, man, that's that's great because you look at even like places like that where the 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 median income. Uh, oh, I want to say the the if you if you're hourly is like twelve bucks an hour. And so, man, and and, and so to Can think you about even afford a. An apartment at twelve dollars an hour. I'm trying to think, man. If it's forty five, hours if it's a week, five hundred bucks. That's half your money after taxes, right? If it's five hundred bucks. What? So twelve dollars an hour at at forty hours 40 a week. Hours a week. That's four eighty a week. You figure if you pay benefits, insurance, taxes, uh, you might maybe three fifty, three hundred. If you're paying for medical insurance, damn dude, that's twelve hundred bucks a month. Half of it goes towards half your rent. Well, less than half. At, at 500 yeah that's actually doable because i i mean i know people here who make you know double that or 50 percent more than twelve thousand an hour who still struggle to for a one-bedroom apartment because here right. it's like 1200 for a one-bedroom apartment so yep. in a decent part of town so uh that's awesome man so they're doing that taking care yeah, of yeah so this guy so and, and he's trying to do it without um any any federal assistance so he's actually going no, in there. No tax money, basically his own. Right. So he's just going in there, and and and, and they're making like a nice place. They got about two thousand units right now. And in the next ten, I think in the next ten years, um, is the next ten years. I know he he basically the the, the goal is to basically ten x this. So he wants to have like twenty thousand units. Yeah. So he's gonna make his money by volume, right. by sheer volume, because he's getting in probably cheap properties, and then obviously at at the five or six seven hundred dollars, it multiplies. You know, if you've got fifty units or whatever it is in one, but um, you know, hard in the right place because you could have taken that and turned it into high end apartments, or you could have turned it into you know, which you probably wouldn't have any trouble renting out anyway. So, depending on where you're at, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Maybe not in LA, Missouri. In LA, you probably be fine. But your rent's getting crazy. You know, like even in California, man. I look at, I know people in California who make six figures who have roommates, and and because they'll oh, tell yeah. me that they have to they have, have to. a roommate, and and that's that's not sustainable, man. I'm gonna be I, like I've been paying attention to California a lot lately. I'm really curious to see what happens there. You've seen like the 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 exodus now of like celebrities, like obviously the big one, kind of like Joe Rogan, which we talked about here. Um, and there's been a couple of other ones that just been leaving California, but uh, that's you can't keep charging that. You know, I, I I know people who've told me they spend three grand plus on a one one in California in a so so part of town that's like 600 square feet, and I'm like, are you crazy? Like it's just, and and obviously you're paying for what you get outside. Not not inside of the place because these aren't great places to live in that you're paying that much for. But yeah, I, it's not sustainable. Like eventually you're gonna you're gonna run out of people who are willing to do that, or people are just gonna get fed up and move out. I mean, you've seen it with Tesla, right? He's not trying to build a, a facility in California. He's like, oh, where, where's property affordable? Let's right. go to Texas. And where can I get talent and properties affordable? And the cost of living isn't as crazy. No state tax, and he went off to. People are going off now to Nevada and Texas and stuff like that. So I, I expect yeah, that dude. trend to continue, man. And it's only a matter of time because it happens here in Florida. Um, it's only going to drive our prices up eventually, too, right? And we'll be at. I don't know that we'll ever be at that extreme, but it's definitely going to make it more expensive to live here or Texas and all that. The more people yeah. start making their way here, but I wonder how much of that is 
is like you sort of like not not knowing any better, right? You you're born and raised in in California, sort of like it's it's all you ever see. So you just go, well, I, I don't want to go anywhere else. This is where I'm from, and this is where I want to stay. And so you just stay and pay those astronomical costs. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. You got to have internet Zillow somewhere. <laughs> you just start. Look. You ever watch any of those like Fixer Upper shows? Like the and, and they got the one that the couples in um. California and that always trips my mind because they're like oh we've got this three two craftsman you know it's like you know 1400 square feet it's like just outside of Compton and they're like oh like the 1.2 million yeah it's like 1.2 <laughs> million dollars and you're like it's a closet bro like why are you you're selling me a storage unit like why are you and it's like 1.2 million dollars you're like for real man like it's it's insane and then they'll flip them they're like oh we do this this and this we can flip this for 1.5 and you're like the bungalow like, yeah right who's buying that? who's but, buying the one point but by the end of those shows they're always sold they're right always sold. it's yeah. crazy to me man i look at that and i'm like you guys are out of your minds man Let's- but you know what dude i know people man that have that have looked you know that that, that live in that live in cities that are that are like new york is the one yeah. right that live there and and they're paying a lot of money and and they're always going oh man i wish you know i i, I was down in virginia or florida or what have you and you know the I could, I could get a great house down there for what yeah. I paid for the apartment. It's like, yeah, so move. So move, yeah. And then four years later, we're having the same conversation. Yep. I have that conversation with family members all the time, either in California or New York, and they're just like, and I'm always like, you know what you pay for your apartment now? You could literally have like a 5,000 square foot house in Florida with money to spare. <laughs> like, you're still going to have money left. Like, it's just wild to me how. Yeah, we'll see. And I think we talked about, talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago. We'll see with this. With this pandemic and 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 how companies have been um, more lenient with worth working from home, yeah, right. We'll see how we'll see how that plays yeah, out. Some have been, some have been really good about I think um, being flexible to their employees, and then I think just being cognizant of the of the of the world we're in now because I don't think that's going away. I think too, what happened is once you get to the point where people have worked from home and you prove you can do it, then. I think even for companies, they're going, wait, why? Why are we paying for this massive facility? Like we could have, you know, our IT, our finance, our accounting, our HR. There's so many functions where you go, we could cut our building costs in half maybe and then move these people to remote. And and A, we're prepared if something like this should happen again, but also we reduce our overhead costs. Like it's and for people, that's a perk, right? Like you go, if you're someone and and obviously it's nice to be able to go into the office. So if you have some kind of flex, um, like situation, it, it, it it's ideal because if I want to go in office and I can go in, right? If if you're someone who craves kind of the, the being around people. But I think also if if you go if you work from home, you go, Oh, that's gas, that's tolls, that's clothes, right? Dude, that's time. time. Bro, it's yep. time. Which is the biggest one of all, right? Yep. You go minimum two hours. Dude, a day yeah, for most people. Minimum. Minimum two hours by working from home where you just go. And as an employer, I think if you're looking at that, you're going, These people are on earlier most of the time or at least they can do stuff with their day in the morning now that you know that hour that i was commuting in maybe i go to that doctor's appointment i'm not taking up your time anymore right or um and then at the end of the day you go maybe you get more out of these people because a lot of i know i'm certainly um guilty of this like i don't know when to stop when i'm working from home the problem is is the computer's there it's so easy i tend to do longer days sometimes 
But if you're an employer, you're going, okay, these people are there. And then if it's five o'clock or six o'clock or whenever you, you just close your laptop and you're ready to go, you know, you, 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 if you want to do dinner, if you want, you know, like if you have things where you go, okay, I want to go to the gym, I want to start cooking dinner at home. I want to do like that affords you the time to do stuff like Absolutely. that. I think. Yeah. So yeah, and I was talking to people recently um, at my place of business and um, folks that were actually against the working from home thing in the beginning, like they wanted to be in the office and sort of like shell shocked when they were told to work from home. Um, but I think that those folks were working at like their kitchen tables, which is n not necessarily the most comfortable place to work from. No. And I had told them from the get, I'm like, listen, get a spot, like get a desk, get in a good chair, you know, get, get a little spot where you set up and then and then and then learn when to turn it off yep get a designated office if you will right from home and then um because it does mentally help you know when to shut it down what right. this is the sacred space if you have family that's in the house with you they know oh if you're there they don't you know bother you yep. yeah man i think i think you're if you're an employer you want to attract top talent i think that's going to be key now moving forward for sure like uh there's going to be very few people because so many people are offering it like uh the work from home, the work remote thing. I think so many, it, it won't be a deal breaker for some, but I think if you're, um, if you're stringent about it, it's, it's certainly going to push some people away and not every industry can do it. And that's understandable. But I think the people who go into those industries understand that, right? Like there are certain places where you have to be there. Right. So, dude, and then what, you know what? I was thinking the industry that that helps to, to build up is like the home office industry. Yeah. Right. Like you're going to get people going, OK, well, I need a space. Well, there's an opportunity in, and, in that. Yeah, right. Come yeah. in and build me a space in furniture in in computers. Right. In office supply. Yeah. Like now there's an opportunity. There's a business opportunity there for sure. Yep. Yeah. Just like there was a business opportunity in the everyone going remote cor corporate wise where they started uh, selling. I don't know if you saw like at one point in time, the webcams, I think it was Logitech. There was like a real popular webcam choice. You couldn't get them anywhere. Like during the pandemic, because everyone suddenly was like, I need a webcam. And because they were on these Zoom calls or, or right. Teams or whatever it was. And and you go, man, if you're someone who got into and I looked on Amazon, like the flooding of like the generic kind of webcam brands and stuff that was just, you know, you figured these guys were moving units, man. They're just killing it. <laughs> you know, they all bought them for about two dollars. Mm -hmm. Sold them to me for forty seven. <laughs> And I thought I got a deal. <laughs> Yo, so your boy uh, David Blaine was in the news this Yo. week, flying over Arizona on listen, some up on some Disney up shit. Listen, that motherfucker is crazy. First of all, dude, he is. So he was on Joe Rogan. I don't know if you got a chance to watch that. I interview. Have he's on Joe Rogan, and like you would expect from David Blaine, he, he's weird, and I, and I mean that in a good way. He's a weird. Like oh, I, I love, I love his. I, love, I mean his yeah. his act and everything. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and. So what you would think about someone like David Blaine is exactly like I've never seen an interview with him before, especially not that long form, which is what I love about Rogan. It's like it's not structured. It's just you sitting there and shoot the shit. Right. And um, he's such a fascinating guy, but he's exactly what I thought someone who's into that type of magic and the stunts and all that would be like. Right. Like there's a quirkiness to that, because I think anybody who's into anybody who's good at something like that, you got to be a little off. Right. And I think that goes for any art. I think that goes for music. I think that goes for comedy. I think that goes for um, movies. Like, like, like you always see the actors who are like, oh, I have to be in character the whole time. I'm like, you got to be a little weird to be good at that stuff. Like, I've never met anyone who wasn't weird, who was great at an art. Um, but he was, and he was talking about this thing that ever since he was, so he's been planning this stunt 
And guys, if you haven't seen it, just go on YouTube, type David Blaine Ascension and just watch it. He basically uh, duplicates up like a kid holding balloons and floating away into the sky. Um, yeah, so- if, you, if you've ever as a kid thought, hey, how many balloons did it take to actually take me off the ground? Yeah. He just did it. They he were, just, re- they were really it. big. They were bigger, you know, helium balloons. I don't know how many there were. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, enough to lift him off the ground. And he had a target of about 18,000 feet that he went way over. He went way over. So, and it's funny you should say the, if you ever a kid, he wanted to, you're wondering, that's exactly what made him want to do it. Oh, really? So he said, ever since he was a kid, he watched, you know, like he would go to Coney Island and he would see like the posters with, with the balloon guys. And he would see the balloon. And he always wondered like, man, that'd be so cool. Like every kid, you know, like you have this dream where you're holding, you know, X amount of balloons and you float away and you're like, how many of these would hold me up? And he thought, and he says for years, he's wanted to do something like this. Right. And then he says in the last couple, he started um, sketching it. Like, okay, what would it take? And then he's, I guess he started kind of reaching out to people like, Hey, like getting serious about it going, Hey, I really want to do this. Like, what is it going to take? And, um, and it's so crazy. In the interview, he talks about how, um, like I go listen to it. Honestly, if, if you guys, it's fascinating, but he talks about the process like first of all he had to become a like a master skydiver like it is but he only had a year to do it and i guess you need like a thousand jumps or whatever like i I think it was a lot more than that actually he was doing eight to ten jumps per day for a year straight and he was yeah and we've done the skydiving thing before so imagine he's doing that ten times a day for a year and then it's gotta be awesome and he became like an expert skydiver because he needed expert level skydiving because he made it to about twenty five thousand feet or just yeah like just under yeah yeah and it's because anything over that would have killed him i did see him at one point like taking oxygen yes so he had some kind of device up there that 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 he could take but he wasn't like it wasn't like oxygen oxygen tank no like he was up there and then grabbing his little device i think the tank was inside of the balloons okay so (laughs) what, what made it crazy was a he he didn't put the parachute on, so he was in the sky, I think, at almost 10,000 feet already. So he goes up. He doesn't have a parachute on. Oh, shit. See, I didn't know this. Part. So his whole thing was he wanted the visual to look like a child or, you know, a man floating away into the clouds, and he would disappear from the ground. And then once you couldn't see him anymore, he puts on the backpack, and he puts and he has the oxygen and all that. But he wanted to make sure that you couldn't see him anymore from the ground because the, the thing that mattered to him the most, it wasn't even getting high and jumping. It was the illusion of the visual disappearing off. And right. so and then he wanted to just hold on to the balloons, like wrap it around his hand and float. <laughs> and you know, and true David Blaine, crazy ass. <laughs> and his team's like and he was talking about his team had to talk him into like harnessing himself. And he goes. But if I have a harness, like it takes away from the visual. And, you know, David Blaine is very visual. Like his whole thing, it's magic. It's, right. it's the visual. And so I think they finally talked him into it and hiding kind of a um, a harness like through his wrist, like that okay. went to his back. Once he's in the air, you can kind of see a lot of it because he starts taking things off. But he goes, I literally want it to look like I'm holding a ton of balloons and floating away. And then once I'm in the sky, so he puts on the parachute, like he has this mechanism where he lowers it down from the balloons, like, and then he puts on the parachute in midair and it's, and it's clipped in, but then he's going like making sure it's in before he unhooks it from the, you know, and it's so funny. His team's like, all right, you know, check one, one done. Oh, check two. And it, and you can tell he put in so much work into this because they're like going step by step by step. It was so fascinating, man. So cool to see. But so what is the, you know, typically with him, um, even when he does sort of like dangerous stuff, I would consider this to be sort of one of those dangerous things, right? Um, 
he has to prepare his body and stuff like did mm-hmm. he have to do anything yeah with regards to like 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 i guess intaking less oxygen for a certain amount of time yep so you know he's done the whole thing where i can hold my breath for you know 18 minutes or whatever it was he, he held his breath for however long and then he did the whole ice thing where he buried himself in ice right so all of that he talked about was the bulk of these things come down to being able to control your breaths and then even when you're underwater, he goes, if you're able to kind of slow down your breaths, you slow down your heart rate, you slow. And so he practiced with all these guys who are like, um, I don't know, like Sherpas and weird, like, what, like basically master divers. Yeah. Basically like how to hold your breath and then how to control your breathing. Because and, and his thing in his mind, he goes, that plays a factor in a lot of things that you can do. So he basically, so one of the things was he was always going up really high without the oxygen tank to practice breathing in the sky. And that's why if you watch the video, you see him doing like a lot of, like he does these things. And it's like a technique where he's releasing and he talks about, it's just funny. I didn't know. It's not so much the oxygen intake. It's the carbon dioxide outtake that plays a bigger role. And he goes into this whole like scientific thing about it. It's pretty fascinating, but he basically um, trained his body because he didn't even want the oxygen tank. They talked him into the oxygen tank. And of he, course he did. And he's like, that's why I'm jumping at 25,000. He goes, anything at 25 to 30, you, you'll freeze to death. You go hypoxic. You go, so then you'll, you'll die. So he knew he, he pushing it. And I think he jumps just shy of 25,000 and you can hear his crew going, hold on for, for, yeah, um, it's like 12 more seconds. 24,900 feet. Yes. Which people is almost, it's 4.7 miles above the ground above the ground and you can hear his crew going wait 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 like they wanted like eight more seconds because i think that gets him to the twenty five thousand because he's going up like 500 feet per minute or something crazy like that right so you can you can hear his team going wait 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 but he's he has to make a choice of if i pass out i can't unhook myself i'm screwed so like and people looked at it as like oh, that's not that impressive i'm like you're nuts if you pass out at any point during that i mean maybe his team has a control to release all the harnesses and then the parachute has no, a, the has a control but you're dead like you you're basically floating off into the abyss and that's the risk here is and you can see at some point in time he's like taking the oxygen and he's kind of and i think he says even he's getting lightheaded and the weird thing is, is on your way down you come back too and they're like well, aren't you going to be afraid to pass out he goes like well as long as i can unclip myself if i pass out during that process i've got like a minute and a half to wake up before i hit the ground <laughs> like, and he says it's so matter of fact he's like oh, i got a minute and a half before I think you actually flat. have more than that, right? Because when we jumped, I think that we free fall. We for free fall for about a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and we went what eighteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, you've got about yeah a little more. So it was so funny, man, because he talks about it. So and, and you know, Rogan's like, "You're crazy, you know that, right?" And he's just like, "Oh, everything's prepared for. Like we've been rehearsing this." And you know, and uh, yeah, just fascinating, man. So cool. And he had his daughter there, and it, and it's cool because his daughter's like in the headset talking to him, and she's telling him like, "Oh, I can see you," and then doing this, and it's so. Nervous wrecking and i can't even imagine dude if you're up there and you start falling and your daughter's on the other side of that or like it goes horribly wrong oh, dude. and you're the team because you can hear her in the background like when he's radioing with his team his daughter's going like how's he doing you know and it's just like man and and i think i'm watching it live and i'm like on pins and needles because i'm going if something goes wrong like it's just the. Uh, and that's the whole thing with his stuff, right? Yeah. You, you go like, he's probably going to make it through because the guy is like an ultra preparer. He's so well prepared, yeah. Right. Um, but just the fact that something could go wrong, you know, it keep, keeps your eyes glued. And he's, he, you know, the things that he had to prepare for, right? Like, like obviously, we talked about the parachuting. The, the balloon contraption had to be registered with the, I think, the FAA as like a... a, a an aircraft essentially he yeah, had to because, get clearance i mean those and i don't know what they're made out of right but at some point the balloon would pop 
I would think. Yes. So the idea is eventually these balloons are going to give out and they go. I think they even had a way to con- to remote detonate the balloons. Okay. Um, I think, but now you know what? If they, I thought about that. So like, if he passes out, right? If if they, I didn't know that they, that they could do that. But if you could remote detonate, you know, one, right, and then begin the descent, a slow descent. And do you know? Do you know how far he traveled? Um, it just said across the it was Arizona pretty desert. Far out, and yeah, and I know he, he wanted to do it in New York City. So the whole premise behind, cool. oh my God, can you imagine him over like the Empire State Building going on? And that was what he wanted to do. And and I know he had. The I just want to know when where's he gonna drop? Well, that and was the other thing. And in, in this, he had a specific part that he was gonna drop. But in. He desert. missed it. He missed it by a lot. But he's in the desert. But it's right? mountains. So he's the and which I didn't I'm just realize you got a lot more chance of crashing into shit if you're going into the middle. For of New sure, York in New York, it's definitely harder. So I'm gonna assume that you gotta land. You gotta land in Jersey. <laughs> like you can't go. <laughs> you go up in New York and you land in Connecticut or Jersey. Or something. But this, he's going down towards mountains. And then the other part, which I never really consider, is like there's water and then there's power lines that he can't see because you're coming in. He can't see the power lines until he's like really up on them. Oh. So he's relying on the people on the ground. He's going, hey, I see a lake and they're like just to the right of that there's power lines just to the left so if you miss that like you're fucked and i didn't know if you hit a power line and you're skydiving you're asked out which i don't know why i didn't think of that but you're asked out so which makes sense when i think about it but i go power but at, lines but at that like, point right i mean you got the, the shoots open right so you should be able to adapt you should be able to to navigate right to, well to, you know to navigate with the, across shoot but there's so much that went into this, like the preparation, even the communications, like he's talking to them the entire time. And like you said, it's four and a half miles above ground. So he had a guy who builds communication systems for airplanes, build his communication system to his team on the ground. And then there's like backup to that. And then there's stuff that they can control, obviously. But then there's cameras, which trip me out that work the whole time. Listen, like, man. cameras on there. I'm not live. Impre- I'm not impressed. You know what I'd be impressed with? Next time, I wanted to put one of them flying squirrel suits on, <laughs> and then like go in the city, and then like zip around the buildings and shit. I on want. Some, that's what I want to see on some Transformers type <laughs> shit. <you know? laughs> Bro, have you ever seen that? And I go the first time. So those guys, do they have parachutes? They do have parachutes, right? When you're doing I, the flying squirrel suit, they thing? have to. Well, they have to. Okay. Unless they're unless they're landing on something soft. How do you fucking trust that? Like you go, I'm about to jump off this cliff or this building or this whatever. I'm going to spread go, my arms. The GoPros on them guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And they're going stupid fast and they're literally flying. And, it, and they're like just missing cliffs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no thanks. You know how, dude, the, yeah. I like I, the, I like the skydiving thing. Let me tell you, I also did, um, um, I think I told you about this, but I did uh, um, the zip lining in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Shout out to, I think it's called like El Toro. Um, but anyway, it's like it's ridiculous. If you've ever done um, zip lining, you probably haven't done it like this. Like this place is <laughs> weak it's, at zip lining. People. It's uh, it's 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 intense. Um, it's like but a mile long or long, right? Like there's, a zip line. There's one that that you kind of go down like Superman style, and it's a and it's a mile. But the other, but the actual regu- the regular course, it's pretty intense. I mean, as far as what I, I've done zip lining, like in Mexico, that was weak. This one was was insane. So yeah, David Blaine, step your game up. I yes. want the squirrel suit on next time. Uh, <laughs> I want you to zip suit. around the, the flying squirrel suit. I want you to just miss that mountain, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll and while doing card tricks. <laughs> no nah, man, much much respect to that guy. You know, I actually was really close to him one time, man. Uh, a couple of years back, actually, probably 
probably four or five years back, um, I was at the uh, the NRF, which is the Na- National Retail Federation. It's a show they do up in New York, I think at the Javits Center okay. on the west side. And um, I remember this, it was sort of walking through the trade show and then this crowd was forming around somebody and it was kind of a buzz. And so when I saw that it was him, I'm thinking, I'm gonna get closer. Like he was doing he was doing card tricks to just random people, right? And I'm, so and I'm going, cool, I'm, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting there. And so I made my way through slowly, and I got about uh, maybe about three feet away from him, but there were still people in front of me. So I never got him to do it, but he's got like he's got like this crazy energy, man. You know how some people that you can just that they just they're just different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, obviously there was there was something to the to the fact that obviously the guy's a, a very famous musician, so so he had the crowd around him. But but being that close to him and and seeing him interact almost like first person with a person like right next to me, th- that guy, man, there's there there's something that he has an aura. Yeah, there's he's charismatic as hell. And then the one of the things I gathered from his interview with him is that he puts a lot of thought into like what you were just saying, the feeling he like the trick is the trick. Right. But he goes, there's the environment and things I hadn't considered, which make a ton of sense. Like he was talking about, even when he does um, magic tricks, when he first started at a restaurant and if it was like a high end restaurant and he says, there's, there's um, even a distance that you have to stand away from people. If I stand too close, I'm too imposing. People are turned off. I stand too far away. They can't get into the trick. Like all these things that there's a science to it, essentially that he's mastered because he goes, there's just as much attention. He's like, the trick's the trick. You can practice that a million times. You can get it. But if you can't, um, presented in a way that people are going to kind of be drawn to it then it doesn't matter so he's really big i think on the presentation of stuff yeah. and being a showman essentially like and i have you to imagine, sell you on the trick well could you imagine this? so in this setting that i just described right in a, in a trade show on the floor he i mean he's it's it's packed around him and so and it just goes to show like his the the, the genius that he has and how really good he is at his craft there's three there people there's there's eyeballs on him from 360 degrees and he's still and pulling he's off. still pulling it off and 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 not only the person that he's doing the trick to but everybody around him is going oh like what like how do they do like, that i didn't even see you do and and that and he mentions that that he um when he first got into magic he said um i think he was a big like houdini fan and he um but he talks about how he wanted to bring something different. And I don't know if he was the first guy to do this, but the street magician thing, but he prefers, he doesn't like the whole be on stage and doing the show thing. Like because of like exactly what you just said, he goes, I want to be in front of you and I don't want to be surrounded by people because it adds an element to the, to the, like the shock factor of like, I I'm not pulling a fast one on you. Right. Like, listen, you guys are all watching I'm me. I'm putting I'm a fast on all of you. On all of you, right, yeah. And he goes, and I'm going to make you think really hard about how I pulled this off. And he goes, and, you know, the idea is that you, when you watch me, it makes you feel like it's actually magic because there's so many people around me that you you can't figure it out. And no one can figure it out. So it's like, okay, what? How the fuck did he just pull that? And he does, man. And he did some of his tricks on Rogan. Like, he did the stupid, I don't even call it a trick. It's a stunt where he swallows the frog. Oh, um, yeah, And he, and he yeah. talks about how and why and how he gets away you with would, that. Which you would do that. <laughs> I was I threw up in my mouth no less than five times listening because you can hear him swallowing. He's like, and then you can hear him trying to bring it back up. He's have you like, not seen the video? And he goes, I found him. I found him. No, I watched the video. Oh, okay, okay. The, the, but, he, but he's like, I found him. And he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, bro, I was, it was so disgusting to me, man. I was like, oh, and he's basically he just swallows the damn frog. Like, there's no trick to it. He's like, 
And he, and he says, yeah, I got salmonella the first few times. I <laughs> of course you did. I'm like, he said it like it was nothing. And Rogan goes, what'd you do? He goes, I don't know. I just stopped getting salmonella. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, well, good. My body got used to it. I know your body got used to salmonella, bro. Dude. Speaking of doing dumb shit, have you seen that the latest craze on TikTok? So do you remember the whole cinnamon like challenge where they, you would take like a spoon of cinnamon and put it in your mouth, see if you can swallow it without I, without drinking anything? I remember the tide the, the tide pods, the the laundry detergent pods. You remember that? No. Wait, what? So the, I I do remember the cinnamon thing, but I also remember you know the the um okay think about your dishwasher the little pods yeah, yeah, yeah. that you could put so so tide makes some of yeah, those yeah, for yeah, laundry I know what they yeah. Are. yeah. Kids are swallowing those. Like there was a whole challenge of that. Yeah, this sounds stupid. Okay, okay. okay. So what's okay, the remember what's so so on the Tide Pod? Yeah. Like what's supposed? Like what's the goal? You swallow a Tide Pod. I know, but like for what? Like to, to, <laughs> to burp, swallow to a burp, Tide Pod? Yeah. To burp bubbles or like what? <laughs> to burp lavender fresh. <laughs> <laughs> to make, is that for like a cure for halitosis? Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Shit, can't be worse. You can wash it inside. <laughs> no, I don't, it killed some people. And well, that's why, if you notice no now, there's shit. a label on the Tide Pods that says, like, not for, like, do not swallow of or course, whatever. Of course there is. Which I used to wonder all the time. <laughs> like, it would trip me out whenever I saw signs that said to not do the most obvious shit. Yeah. And as I got older, I realized that, like, most of the world is not that smart. So you go. No, the, I think it's just Americans, bro. <laughs> we, we sue for everything. It's, it's like the McDonald's thing. Remember when the lady sued because her coffee was hot? And it was like, they gave it to you in a hot cup. Yeah. And the you... cup says hot coffee. <laughs> and it's coffee. Coffee in its very nature. It's supposed to be hot. Uh, did you order iced coffee? Because then that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> Dude, it, 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 you're right. Because I remember people in Europe go, like, I went to places. I think it was like a restaurant. And it was a balcony with no railings. And it was oh, like people. Oh, yeah, you just, told me about that. Yeah. And people are just like, like nilly-willy, like kids, the whole nine. And I remember looking at the guy I was with. I'm going like. Man, he's like somebody falls like that's a huge liability. And he goes, "Ain't no one here suing over that." He goes, "Come, it's like common sense, sense tells you don't get over, don't go to the fucking edge." And he goes, "And if you do, you're gonna fall." And I go, "So you can't sue about that here? Like, like the restaurant isn't responsible?" He goes, "No, common sense tells you there's no rail there, and it's very high." I'm like, "All right, man." And he goes, "Only you guys." It's true. It's a cultural thing. Yeah, it really yeah. is, bro. So the latest craze is um, taking Benadryl. So <laughs> taking like massive amounts of Benadryl. But for the purpose to uh, uh, to hallucinate. Wait, Benadryl makes you hallucinate? I guess I'm not getting the right Benadryl, bro, because I take a lot of that shit. Not you're not taking that much. How much do you have to take to hallucinate? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I never. I'm not really that interested. Do these kids I know there's shrooms like, and acid and DMT and all kinds of stuff? That's out there? what I was thinking. I was like, man, if you want to hallucinate, there's other things that you can do that probably will make you go crazy but won't kill you. Because um, Benadryl, like. Doctors say that shit, like enough of it can cause seizures and cardiac arrest. Of the Benadryl? If you take enough Benadryl. So it's a challenge. So kids are just, what, chugging a bottle of Benadryl or, or, or the yeah, chewables whatever, or whatever. whatever. The, yep. And then you try to and see you, stuff. You try to see stuff. <laughs> Y'all bought last... the, you bought to see the light. <laughs> I saw a firefly. The, Normally I wouldn't even bring that up, but I was like, but I was like, wow, man, like somebody thought that shit was a good idea. We're doing a bang up job with our kids. <laughs> <laughs> 
like the cinnamon challenge I thought was stupid. Yeah, it's cinnamon, though, like, though, right, it's, but, but it's cinnamon, right? It's not deadly. Right. And if you got some people around you, you're not you're probably not gonna die. No, it's funny. But this yeah. it's this is like on the same level as you remember when people used to do the dust off? Like now you need uh you have to be eighteen or older to buy the dust off shit. You know the dust off? Like the oh, the aerosol can yeah, to yeah, like spray so your mean, keyboard yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You can't buy that as a as like under eighteen anymore. Why? Because can, can they do whippets. Yeah, you inhale oh, it and you would get high. And it's like, guys, like, yeah, you. What happened to the friendly neighborhood dope dealer that would just help everybody? Like, why? Why? Why are we resorting? That's for that's for old people. Uh, Jesus Christ, man! Like these kids are turning. Any, no, you remember when people were choking themselves? No, I think that was the hallucination. So like you would choke yourself to the point of passing out, <laughs> and then you get lightheaded, or you, you have someone choke you. I was gonna say, can you do that to yourself? Yeah, I think so. Like you can choke yourself to the point where you start to get lightheaded, and then you get um, or you get someone to do it for you. Actually, this <laughs> now that I'm thinking about this, this happened to an NFL well, dude. Did you? Wow, will you choke me? Listen, <laughs> I mean, if you into that. <laughs> I don't judge. <laughs> you see, I think I think this dude plays for the Washington, but um, this guy in the NFL, bro, he's being charged with strangulation on this chick, and his uh, like the quote on the indictment thing is fucking hilarious because he goes, "I don't know, man. We were having sex, and she asked me to choke. It's not my fault. She passed out." <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, some people are into that. Some, <laughs> but yeah, yo, these kids. Oh mad. my god, I ain't mad at you. Listen, kids, there's uh, reach out to your friendly neighborhood drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's, it's hard. It's hard out there, man. The economy's struggling. They need the cash. Like, just stick to weed, acid, shrooms. You know your normal drug. <laughs> Stay away from the shit with needles. <laughs> Oh, oh, anything or ODing on anything over the counter. Yeah, ODing on anything because then you ruin it for the rest of us old folks who need Benadryl so I don't sneeze on my cats on my lap. For real. (laughs) And I got to sign like 10 pieces of paper so I can buy like a little bottle of of Benadryl. (laughs) It's hard enough to buy Sudafed these days thanks to Breaking Bad. I don't need to be able to. Yeah, I don't need release forms for Benadryl now. I want to be in and out of Walgreens, kids. Stop messing around. (laughs) Yo. Yo, NFL, man, this week. Your Ooh. boys your boys made a move. Yeah, Ti- yeah. Your boys are Titans. Listen, man, the Titan, Titans signed Jadavian, which I'm uh I'm cautiously optimistic because uh it's a one year deal. So Jadavian's uh, is inconsistent. So I I, I don't want to go all in and say like, oh, this changes our team. But it is a one year deal, and so he's playing for a contract from either the Titans or whoever. So uh, man, if he is and like eighty percent of what he normally is, they have a good defense. That anyway, defense is already right? great, and they did let go of some players, mostly in the secondary, which which won't make a break on my. I think you're fine. You can replace those guys with rookies, but um, there's one guy there, maybe from a leadership perspective, you'll miss out on. But the that defense man should be stout, and the offense is is not bad, man. Like I think uh, most people don't watch Titans games. I obviously do. What they watch in the playoffs is not the team that played in the regular season. So obviously they Derrick Henry carried we, the we bulk know. of the load. Yeah, no, but <laughs> no, no, no. I know. The weird part is that they passed a lot, a lot more in the regular season. A lot more. Yeah, like, I was, Derrick Henry I mean, didn't carry that team. Hey, like but that before before that year, you would have taken Dak over Tannehill. Nah. Yes, you. I would, would never Stop take a, Dak over. Listen, man. It depends how much is Dak gonna cost me. Dak's gonna cost me twenty mil a year. I'm in. Dak wants forty. I'll pay Dak forty to go away. 
<laughs> listen, well, listen you know and what? I thought about this because I know some people been giving me shit and I know when your boys giving they, me crap. They have, but hold on. Don't get into Dak yet because we're gonna touch on something else and then we're gonna flow into Dak. Go ahead. All right. But we're gonna stay we're gonna stay on QBs because my, my my bears decided that Chibisky is the move and they they have named him the starter for the season, which I'm going I don't know if that, I mean, I guess, I'm trying to think, I was going back and forth, like, is that the right move? Because they, they basically signed Nick Foles for decent money. Oh, they did give him decent money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Honestly, he's getting like, and don't quote me on this, folks, but he's yeah, like in that 20 mil range. Oh, so they just picked up the contract that Jacksonville had then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't, um, Jacksonville did take a hit. They, they, they didn't take the entire the Bears didn't take like the entire hit. Okay. They, they, there, was there was some. some. So I they, guess Trubisky's still in his rookie deal. So I guess you're willing to take the risk the first year or two. Or the, I, I'm guessing this, this is Trubisky's is last. last year, right? This okay. is his last one. So it doesn't hurt for one year. Okay. And so you go, well, right. And then, but but I'm also going like, I mean, Nick Foles is like 30. So you don't lose too much on time. I, I was thinking like, ah, he's not that young, you know, in, in, in football years. 30. Right. <laughs> But 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 then I was like, ah, eh, you know, QBs last until their forty these years. Yeah, so, I mean, if you Brady, you 43, 44. Yeah. Man, NFL so I was like, so I, I don't know, man. It remains to be seen. Um, and then I, then I was thinking about Nick Foles, and I'm going like, ah, you know, the Super Bowl winning quarterback, he's probably the better choice. But then I go, he just got beat out by Gardner Minshew. So yeah, you know what I mean? Well, he like, got hurt, and then they just left. Still, yeah. bro. If you if you get hurt, they clearly didn't see enough in him to keep him. Yeah, I think Nick is a system guy, though. Like exactly. he worked perfect exactly. for uh, Doug Peterson's system. Yep. Um, he's a good system, and we've guy. known yeah. guys like that. Yeah. Matter of fact, as a matter of fact, uh, in, in in Chicago, who's the the QB that came like he was like a high school a high school um, football coach. And they brought him back. So he was in the NFL. He left. He was like a high school. Oh, 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 oh. Um, uh, he actually just got signed again, too, right? Yep. Um, yep. I, I want to exactly say McCown. But yes, that, Josh that McCown. Right? Josh yep, McCown. yep, yep. He's like 4,700 years old. And he, yeah. he got a, a practice squad deal for 12 Gs a month. Yeah, good for him. Yo, sh- listen, NFL team, if y'all want a practice squad QB, I am available for half that price. <laughs> Jeez. 12K to yeah. be. And he, he doesn't go to practice. He's just an emergency QB for That's 12K. Amazing. Good for Josh McCown, man. Good for him. Jeez. And so for him, you know, when when we when the Bears had him, um, I think it was uh, Mike Martz was the was the offensive okay. coordinator, and it, it was a system. He came in and he was awesome. Yeah. And and he and he's not a prolific quarterback by any means, but he but he ran the system. And I think the same thing about he Nate almost Foles. won a playoff game yeah. for the Eagles last year, yeah. coming coming from high school. First game in, almost wins a playoff game through that system. It wasn't a high-scoring game by any means, but still, he still he he was able to stay within the system and give him a chance to win. Because at that point, it's go, don't lose it for us, right? Give us a chance to win. And that's yep. what he did, man. Um, that's that's interesting, man. Because I think Nick Foles is like a system dude. That Super Bowl and good for him. It elevated him to the point where people were paying him. You know, it reminds me a lot of the um, the guys that used to play on the Patriots who would ball out uh, when Brady was out, and then they would get these fat deals, and you knew they weren't worth that, but, like, good for them. They managed. Someone was a sucker. Porn star Jimmy? Listen, Jimmy did it. Uh, who was the guy before Castle. Jimmy? Yeah, Matt Castle, Matt Castle did, did it. it. Um, and, and Jimmy, I will say, I think Jimmy is the Jimmy's better good. one of that bunch. Yeah, He's yeah. good. I agree. He wasn't worth the whatever the contract they gave no. him. At least not yet. Not to say that he can't get there because Jimmy's young, but... He definitely got it on the on the heels of the there was the hype between that. And I will say, I think there was rumors that Belichick wanted to move to Jimmy. 
um, and let Brady go a year or two before and had to give up Jimmy almost as a like um, to make Brady feel good and right. play another year there. So Belichick thought he was good enough. But again, Belichick's a system dude with 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 Josh McTann. They, they run this system and you stay within that system. Guys are successful, man. Yep, exactly. So this week I also shed, shed a tear because um, I was kind of hoping, ah, you know what, Mitch, Mitch does really bad, goes away, and maybe the Bears can correct their mistake <laughs> and get uh, Deshaun Watson. But Houston locked him down for an additional four years at a hundred and fifty-six million dollar extension. Good for him, right? Good for him. Man. And did, did you see his press conference? No. Like, he he cried. Yeah. And 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 it was, it was really touching, man. Not not because he was crying, but but he was basically emotional because he goes yo like they believed in me wow you know and 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 that guy you know if even coming you know coming from clemson to where and again we don't you know i'm only seeing i only know what i see on tv and what and what you and what you read um but teammates coaches everyone said this guy's a great leader great talent great athlete right um obviously gets passed over in that draft by the by the bears did they take Did they take Trubisky over Deshaun? Bro, Trubisky went like third. But that was the same draft. Yeah, it was. So they they passed. They they you know it, it's it's the three of them. It's it's him. It's um, uh, Kansas City quarterback. Oh, Ken, Patrick Patrick Mahomes. Wow. Dude, Trub- oh, so man. they picked don't, Trubisky yeah, over don't both get, of those yeah, guys. Don't, don't get me wow. started, bro. So now, is that GM still there? <laughs> I think so. I think it's Ryan Pace. I think is that guy. Um, dude, it's it's crazy, man. I so, mean, I guess to be fair, well, Deshaun had hype. To be fair, Patrick didn't have hype. I was going to say that. I, yeah, I, I I probably wouldn't have taken Patrick Mahomes. No, no, no. But Deshaun Watson was coming off two national dude, was, titles. Yeah, dude. And that, oh man, I don't even want to yeah. get into it. So I, and, I, I really was hoping they would have. And taken his coach him. Dabo said like, "Oh, he's MJ." And obviously Dabo's going to talk him up, but still, still, yeah, you he go, was a gamer, man. He was. If you're Dabo, are you are you maybe? Are you maybe like exploding it a little bit? Are you are you over exaggerating a little bit with the MJ thing? For sure, for sure. But you also know, hey, I got clout, and if I want if I want people to believe me in the future, I'm not gonna say that about junk. Correct, because you go, you people, you have to be able to sell your players to exactly. NFL team because you have to be able to sell to recruits that you can get them into the NFL right. in a good situation. So yeah, it goes. So yeah, I, to your point, Dabble can't he he can embellish, but he can't bullshit like. That that whole scenario, yeah, dude. So, this deal, bro, he's got he's getting like thirty nine million dollars and annually, like averaging out okay. thirty nine million um, a year, um, twenty seven twenty seven million in signing bonuses, a hundred and ten million guaranteed. So this is like you know this is like generational money, yeah, right? Generation, yeah, he's good. That's why he's crying. He's, he's 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 he went from homeless a homeless kid to this. Um, that's because I have you ever heard the story? You know, Work Done. You remember Work Done running yes. back for the Tampa Bay? Work Done has this um, organization that basically like does things like build houses and stuff for like yep, s- I remember uh, that. single moms. Yep. Remember that? Uh Deshaun Watson's mom was one of those people. Did not know that. Yeah, wow. Deshaun Watson, there's a picture, it was great. I think uh, I saw it on like draft day or something that they go, um, Warwick Dunn. Uh, it, a picture they put up of, of Deshaun Watson as a, as a teen and like all his siblings and his mom in front of the house that work done gave him and, and Deshaun Watson goes that changed the trajectory of my life I don't know where I would have gone wow. because I had a place to stay you which talk is, about that dude you talk carbon about footprint? Carb, carbon footprint work dude. done man and he doesn't get talked about enough I think he still yep. does this organization work done had like a a, a crazy like uh, a, a weird upbringing I, I want to say like um, 
parents had died or, or murdered or something to call me on that, but um, has took his basically his platform and then did this. He basically built, uh, I think he was raised by a single mom and basically made it his mission to take care of other single moms. Wow. And Deshaun Watson, which is funny, man, you see it play out 10 years later. Deshaun Watson was was one of the recipients of this or his family. And and Deshaun Watson's like, I, I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for that. Like it, it gave him a house. It gave him it gave him somewhere to live. It gave him somewhere to go home to. Um, you know, he didn't have to turn to streets, he didn't have to turn to all this stuff. He could play football like he could afford to because I had a place to live, like that was free, essentially. Like it when I saw that, I remember Where's thinking, like, from? that's crazy. Um, I don't, is he from, I, like, the Carolinas? I think in the Carolinas. Right? Yeah, yeah. This is why, why he wound up going to Clemson, too, is, is that he's from somewhere in the Carolinas, I think. Um, and I will say, man, I, I, I much as I hate to say because he's in the Titans division and he balls out every time he plays the Titans, man, he's worth that money because he – now, I'd be curious to see. He has no Hopkins now. And so, and I think I don't know why that that coach has made some really questionable moves with players yeah, the last few months. I, I and I and unfortunately, I think Deshaun Watson gets beat up and doesn't have the career that he deserves while he's in Houston. Um, but he himself is worth that money. I, I think that organization is garbage, and I could see where they're going to get rid of that coach in the next year or two and all that because they've made some questionable. Um, Hopkins is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL that doesn't get talked about. Like that guy is always open. And it and it's so frustrating, and maybe because I watched him twice a year, but he's one of those guys where you go, if you how don't, is he still open? Yeah, and it, and I've seen teams double him, and he's yeah. open. Like it's just insane. And so like, I'd be curious to see how Deshaun does when he doesn't have some, like a security blanket like that. But he's so athletic, man, and so that he keeps. There was a play last year where he's like falling to the ground, and he does like a three sixty in midair, like like a weird Michael Jackson breakdance, and still gets the ball off and scores like a TD. Like he's so talented, just so gifted. Talent, like it's it's insane, man. And I think he's worth that. Not Dak. So, <laughs> so wait, you think Dak wants more than that? So here you go. So thirty nine well, and a half, right? Is what he got. Wasn't wasn't Dak looking for that forty range? Yes. So you go. I I think the fact that. I think this plays into into the Cowboys' favor. Yes, where they go. Of course, you're not him. You haven't won that division two, right. three years in a right. row you're, as a rookie. You're not Watson, so you're not getting Watson. So his best, I think his his best opportunity to get money was right after um, Patrick Mahomes yes. signed that that Correct. huge deal. And you can write but, that. I, but I think now that that Deshaun Watson, who is a, a better tier quarterback than Dak, I think that hurts him. I think yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. I think. This hurts him, and I think I, I hope not. But I think Deshaun ends up having a Andrew Luck type thing where he plays out maybe some of this contract. And if they can't protect him, he's not going to have a long career. But I think this hurts Dak big time because you're not worth the thirty nine and a half, dude. I was thinking about this. So think about the division that Dak is in. Right, he plays the Giants twice, he plays the Eagles twice, and he plays the Redskins, who have been dysfunctional for as long as I can remember. Right, so you figure your, your, your Eagles are the one that you have to worry about, correct? The, the other and two they're inconsistent. Yeah. And they're inconsistent, right? So he's played and and he's played the Giants with an aged out Eli Manning and then a rookie quarterback last year, right? So he goes eight and eight or nine and seven in a division with. The, the Giants who are rebuilding, the Redskins who are dysfunctional, and the Eagles who are inconsistent, and Wentz is always hurt. And you go 8-8, eight and 9-7. Eight, and seven. Patrick Mahomes, on the other hand, goes in a division where he's got to play Phillip Rivers, right? And then he's got to play, who else is in that division? He's got... Um, Derek Carr. He's got Derek Carr, who's a decent quarterback, right? He's not the cream of the crop or whatever, but he's still a decent quarterback. And who else is in the AFC West? It's another good team, man. I can't right now. I can't, but, yeah, why can't I think of this? Is it? No. 
Is it? I'm trying to think of what. So it's Chargers. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking Kansas about Tech City, Mobile Raiders. Yeah. Then, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. But but Patrick Mahomes is going like 12 and four, oh, 13 and three. Denver. Oh, Denver. Yeah, he's going 12 and four, 13 and three against uh, uh you know like Denver's trash, but in a good division in an AFC that's tougher than than the NFC. I would argue. Um, it's the same beef I have with Russell, man, and I and I'm not. And this is doesn't Russell Wilson's a better quarterback than Dak, but Russell Wilson was with Arizona. Russell Wilson is great. Bro. He listen, I'm not disputing that he's not good, but he's in a division with Arizona, who has been trash, right? San Francisco, who has been trash up until last year, right? And then you got the Rams, who were trash until two years ago. And again, Russell Wilson goes eight and eight or nine and seven when he doesn't have an elite defense. Like know, yeah, but think about he barely makes the playoffs. But look at his weapons. Yeah, but you know, like, like if, think about it, bro. When he had when he had a running back, they they go to Super Bowl. That's true. But name if you're gonna ask me for forty million dollars a year, like Dak, Dak had weapons, right? Brady, agreed, you agreed. couldn't name a single wide receiver that Brady's played with other than Randy Moss and and Amendola and maybe Wes Welker. But those guys aren't like Hall of Fame talents. You you and, named uh, those guys because Brady played with them, right? Like Wes Welker went to Denver and disappeared. And then any uh, Amendola leaves that team, and no one hears about him ever again. Yeah, I don't think any of those guys thrive. No, in Brady's another never had. Now Peyton had in Indy had Harrison and had Reggie Wayne. He had two Hall of Fame. Right. You know, I would say Peyton underachieved considering he had those two guys. He got one Super Bowl out of that. He probably should have gotten two or three because those guys. He also did run into the Patriots every year. Correct. And that's so. probably the and that's probably the big and that's probably why you you would say that Brady's the goat because Brady took like. Nothing to those Super Bowls because I can't name a single receiver on those Super Bowl winning teams other than than um uh who got Amendola is it, that's on there now uh I don't even I don't oh, know Edelman I don't Edelman know I'm sorry Edelman, Edelman. 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 not yeah. not not Amendola Edelman and again Edelman leaves that team and you never hear from him again like he's not a, unless he goes to the Bucks he <laughs> dude that team is building like. You know, you ever uh, uh, play like a video game like Madden, and then you create your you own create team your own and team. You stack. <laughs> that's, that's every the, time I look at the Bucks this year. Yeah, bro, every time I look up, I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, here we go. Like, and when they said, and listen, Fournette has been played like garbage, but the, you you put him in a situation now where people can't stack the box because you can't. You have to worry about receivers, and now you have to worry about do I double a tight end. Do I double Mike Evans? Do do I do I double uh, their other receivers? Amazing, too. dude! I'm just waiting for you know somebody like to to unlock the NFL greats. Seriously, and then they could put them on that team yeah. too. <laughs> like Walter Payton's gonna be like in the back. His backup is like Dan Marino. <laughs> like that team is getting. Yeah, it's nasty, man. It, they're either going to be Cleveland be, from last year, or they're going to be, or they're going to go like fourteen and two and just destroy. Because that division be to two is so they have Carolina, who I, I got to see Bridgewater lead his own team. Uh, Matt Ryan, I'm not too worried about. He's a good quarterback, but he's. But then you got the Saints. Yeah, but then you got the Saints, who is the wild card. If the Saints are the Saints from last year, then that division is going to be fun to watch. If the Saints are. Like we'll see, iffy. we'll see on we'll game one. You game one, right? They got man. That's how that's great be, is that, know. man. Whoever set that up Ugh. knew what they were doing. I'm curious to see though. There's some games that are going to be without fans. Some people are letting fans in. Some people yeah. are not. The energy in the NFL is going to be harder to pull off because the stadium's so big. Like the NBA does, has done a good job. Where I I forget now that there's no fans in NBA games. I don't even think. I don't even care. It. Yeah, I don't even care. The games are so good. And the uh, you know the playoffs have been so good, and the way they've designed it, and the LED walls and all that stuff like it's been so good. It's so well done. Whoever did the LED stuff there, it's done a good job. Like you feel like it's a full arena, 
and just the product has been great. So, but the NFL can't do that. I'd be curious to see how. Yeah, we'll see how they how they either pipe in sound or I don't know. Hey, listen, man, the Patriots been doing that forever, piping in sound. <laughs> <laughs> so is Peyton done that? Zing. Listen, who, who you? All right, you know how Peyton used to have the whole Omaha yeah. call, like who calls out COVID, <laughs> Corona. <laughs> <laughs> COVID nineteen on three, and what does it mean? Everybody run off the field. <laughs> bring on the bring on the kicking unit. It's a hail mary pass. It's called COVID. <laughs> Corona nineteen is a run up the middle. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be crazy, man. Yo, speaking of uh, fanless sports, which is pretty much everything right yeah. now, man. But did you see? Uh, Except uh, MLS. MLS has fans. Yeah, but how? I mean, they got the they, they're doing the same thing, right? Where they have the limited. Yes, 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 yes. But they're still fans. Yeah, yeah got it. No, but they had the 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 U.S. Open was was is, is going on right now, which I don't watch tennis. Yeah. Right, but but I do like in any sport, man. I I like to watch the greats. Yes. And so like Serena Williams plays, like I watch. I just do, man, because she's she's amazing, right? She's amazing to watch. Um, Djokovic is one of those guys, and so he. He had a match against a, a guy who, and I don't even know, it doesn't even matter because he was going to beat the guy anyway. The guy. Yeah, yeah, it didn't matter. He makes sort of like a bonehead move to where he takes out his ball. And again, I'm not a tennis, I'm not a tennis uh, guru, but I don't know if there was, there was probably a reason why he was taking this ball out and getting rid of it. So he takes the ball out and he, and he just, it's in his between plays. Um, he hits it. And it it goes and it, and it hits the line judge in her throat. <laughs> Bro, and he hits the one line judge who looks like the. Um, She's Ms. about 80 years old. Yeah, but she looks like Miss Trumbull from Matilda. <laughs> like, she's like mean she looks like a karen i'm gonna go ahead and say it yeah and he hits he hits the he hits the one line judge where you go god damn it if i had to if i had to hit someone like today with a ball that'd be the lady who's gonna and it's Dude, it turned out well for him so so, so i was like so I got, I got this thought and i go what's her job she's a line judge which so is she's to see when at. the balls go out. So you're supposed to be watching the balls. Yeah, bro. Her reflexes clearly weren't that. No, let me. So let me ask you. So, so I guess in between plays, and no, he didn't hit it that hard. I'm gonna say that bro. he literally just tapped it because he was hitting it to the ball boys, who are normally the ones who grab it, like in their back there. I guess. Yeah. Right. But so I go. You're a line judge. Like your your job is to watch the balls. And yes, okay, so you're in between plays. She was looking at lines. What are you looking at? There's <laughs> nobody there's nobody in the in the freaking stadium. Like there's nobody around but your colleagues. You weren't talking. What are you looking at anyway? She's distracted. Watch. You're supposed to watch the guy. And so he basically gets disqualified from the US Open. Yeah, for hitting her. For and and they, and they said it was for intentionally hitting the ball recklessly, which is Stupid. Which you go, which you know, what was funny is that I wonder because I don't know if it was like last week, but sometime during this U.S. Open, there was another person um, who who hit the ball recklessly. It went into the stands where there's no people, but it did hit a camera guy, and that person didn't get didn't get disqualified, but the camera guy wasn't hurt by it or anything. This thing just happened to hit this chick right in the throat. And of course, you know, it caused her, I'm assuming getting hit with that ball right in the right spot doesn't feel good. Yeah, sure. And I feel, dangerous. you know, and I feel bad for her, like, right? Like that's, but 
I don't, Again, man. man like, you ever seen baseball umpires get swack with balls, even with the face mask on, and they take it like a champ on the chin, and they back at it calling bad balls and well, strikes? at least the they were. I, I guess it's okay for them. So, like, you know, because they're looking at the ball. But it's like, I, I'm trying to compare it to, like, other sports. You go, okay, so. This is like LeBron tossing the ball at the ref, and it hits him in the face. And you know what happens to LeBron? He gets teed up. That's right. it. He doesn't get tossed from the game. He doesn't Dude. get... Cost them a point or whatever you want to do. But in a, you get in, tossed from the tournament for in a, this. In a football game, when you throw the ball away, what if you hit a security guard in the back of the head, the guy that's watching the fans? Yeah. Like, do you get thrown out of the... Like, I don't Probably understand. Not. Delayed game. What is now this? we had to bring this guy, yeah. unconscious guy up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, like, I didn't get this. And, and I go, I wonder if this is one of those, like, old... Like, one of these really old rules... That that shouldn't be there anymore. This but are, but only happen, there. This would only happen in these foo-foo sports like That's tennis right. and golf. This is the only two yep. sports this would happen in is tennis and golf because they think they're bigger than the game, like or, or that these organizations think that no one is bigger than the game. And I'm sorry, you now Djokovic is out. No one big is left in this tournament from the male side. I don't even because know. Federer. I don't think Federer played. Neither did Nadal. No. I think they both sat out. So oh, so then that's it. No one's watching. Yeah, it's a wrap. So yeah, good for you good for, for now. You. Con- congratulations, U.S. Open or whoever the hell runs that organization. On a you year know, where most people are indoors and probably would have been watching more if you would have had a Djokovic, and now you didn't like. Just, dude, and then you know he's chasing Federer to be like yes, all time. To, and this was Bro, one like of them. this is, and, and it's like wow, man, I was just baffled by that, and and I. I go and I go. A, it's accidental. Sure, if you want to say he, you know, the, the rule says you can't recklessly, like intentionally, recklessly hit the ball. Essentially, Dude, give like give the other guy the set. Like maybe even yes. if uh, like a penalty is like, oh, you something. can point out like something, but you're gonna disqualify him from the tournament because of that. It's such a stupid... and then he loses the money. So he's that was the fourth round, um, and so he's earned two hundred fifty k up to that point. He loses it. Like you're he, so he forfeits it's, it's the money. Like you never. It's like you never showed up. Which is so stupid, dude. If I'm him, dude, I refuse to play in in that U.S. Open in future years. I just want. You know, I, I wonder. Is it and this piece? Of, this piece that I, that I don't know. Is it like? Is there like a tennis sort of like, like a ruling body of tennis that that rules all of them, or is it like? Yeah, it's a tennis. The U.S. Open yeah. or these guys have something else. And no, it is a tennis body. It is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a league. It's a. It's a I can't remember. It's like UST, whatever. But but anyway. But dude, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Congrats on. on, It's like you remember when they're gonna gonna need that two hundred fifty k because they lost all those viewers. Yep. You remember when Rick? You remember? uh, You know who Ricky Fowler is? Golfer. Yes. So Ricky Fowler, young dude, wears um his hats with the flat bill. Um, and he was big. He's like sponsored by Puma. So and again, if you're Rick, if if I'm the PGA and I see Ricky Fowler. And you're trying to sell this sport that's dying to younger kids. Ricky Fowler is exactly who I want up there on a podium. Exactly who I want on a poster. Exactly who I want on commercials because he looks like every other twenty-year-old kid, sixteen-year-old kid, right? He's got the flat hat. He's got cool shoes. He's got cool shirts. He's wearing the cool colors. And um, and then sometimes he'll put his hat on backwards or whatever. Like you go, but that's his personality. That's who he is. He's not disrespectful. And I remember there was like a time where the Masters and stuff like wouldn't let him in to like the press conference room or the squad because he wears hat. It's disrespectful. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's disrespectful, dude. You guys not letting women and black people play up until like 15 <laughs> years ago, 20 years ago. Like, it's so it's so fucking hypocritical, man. Like, they wouldn't let him wear a hat like with a flat bill or backwards because, and then you go, yeah, good luck, man. But if he man. bends it, he's it's good fine. to go. It's fine. 
And I looked as someone who plays golf, like I play golf, I have hats that are flat build and I have hats that are curved and I definitely get weirder looks if I wear a flat hat. That you should never go golfing again with a bent bill. It's my mission now. And you know what's great? It's my flat one too. It's it's an Arnold Palmer hat, so they have to respect Arnold. (laughs) No, you should you should wear a MAGA hat. No, they probably bill. let me in. Dude, did you see they're doing a MAGA parade by boat in Florida? They did like this. Like, I, I heard some boats sank in that thing. Only. I, <laughs> like boats. Can you be any more out of touch with like, like if you're an average voter, right? Like, and you go, we're going to have a, 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 like basically a pep rally, but on the water. This if you're trying on- to appeal to middle America. You think a boat parade is gonna do? I, I mean, obviously, it's not planned by the campaign. It's the people who are in support of that. I am, I am, I am so convinced that his supporters are his supporters, and they are ride or die. Oh, at yeah. this point, I mean, he had something come out this week where they were saying that he said something derogatory about um, the the. You got to be more specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he basically called. Well, this is allegedly he called. Um, the soldiers uh, that died at Bella Woods, which is a, a, a big uh, battle, World War One, where like the U.S. Marines like push back like German forces, right? Um, big part of like Marine Corps history, and, and supposedly he was in that area. They're gonna go visit like a cemetery, and he was like, "Why am I gonna want to go over there? Like, we don't want to see those losers. That like, they all died, right?" Like almost like losers die, right? I, I kind of believe that. And and he, I mean, I know it's a the, ledge right now, but I've heard him say enough of of, of so. Like you remember what he made about McCain? Remember the comment he yeah. made about McCain? What did he say? Losers get caught. Something yeah, like he that? goes like, I like my soldiers who don't get captured. Right, and you're right, just right. like, wow, man. Like, and you know what? And and I'm just so like, like that's a fellow party man, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, at like, the time. But I, I think that he was sort of. I think McCain didn't didn't did, agree did that him. he should be for the guy, sure. Right? But for you to make that, can you, listen, man. This is why I know nothing makes smart people or just people stupider than politics and religion is a close second but if anybody says that right like if that would have come from like obviously the blue side is just as outraged about that right because he made that comment but had that come from biden the red side would be outraged right but because it came from their you know whatever their leader like it isn't like we switch our perspective depending on who said it well i mean i also think that i also think that um you know when he came out and he goes i didn't say that you know, if you want, if you're a supporter of his and you want to believe that, yeah. you're going to believe it. I don't even like, for, for me personally, man, I, he, I don't care. Like, he, he can say whatever he wants. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really matter to me. I don't, it doesn't. I always just take the um, the stance of like, uh, like when people are like, oh, he talks just like me or any, about any politician. I'm not even going to use them, but like any politician, he talks just like me. I go, yeah, that's how I would talk to my friends. Guess what? I don't want any of my friends to run this country. <laughs> like, like, I know you don't want me to be president of the U.S., right? I probably don't want you to be president of the United States. Like, I go, yeah, there's a reason. Like, like I, I don't, there's just a certain level, I think, uh, that you should, uh, of, I don't. I don't even know what just to call be a, it. Be a little bit presidential. The way you should carry yourself. Yeah, it's presidential right. is the only thing I can. Yeah, I, I, it's just I, interesting, man. Yeah, we'll see. It's uh, a. Like, um, like it wouldn't. You know what? If it was true, it wouldn't surprise me. And um, but but I know that the 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 far left right now is grabbing at anything. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So like if it's even if it's a if it's a rumor, it's gonna be news. Yeah, so I, like like right now, I think you have a really. I'm having a really hard time like deciphering like what's what's truth. 
and what's you know and and what's propaganda i can't um, wait for election season to be over man like yeah. from i'm just nauseated by the whole thing <laughs> at this point in time dude. like you said it's always like left and right are always just at each other's throats there's something that feels just so much worse about i think yeah. it's because it's brought out the worst in people that you knew or you thought you knew that i'm just like i'm over this like i'm like and on just... on both sides yes no 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 yeah absolutely on both sides on like, both sides so we'll see we'll see what happens with that anyway dude how we doing on time Listen, man, we're over an hour. We're an hour and eleven. We we sit here and just start rambling. All right, well, no, and let me, we go in. Let me let me touch on this real quick, <laughs> man. So so, to, it was actually last night. So last night we go to bed, and um, being that today is Labor Day, Happy Labor Day to everybody. Um, the kids stayed up late and and they're online gaming with their cousins and friends and what have you. So my wife gets up after I fall asleep to go and check on something and happens to go by their room. And so I have teenage boys, like 13 and, and, and 11. And um, she, hears them, she hears them saying cuss words, right? So they're, they're talking trash to their, <laughs> to, to, to their cousins and, and whatever, right? And now, now granted, right, these are, these are, these are, these are, middle, these are middle schoolers now. And, and for those of you parents who have kids in middle school and beyond, you know that when they get into middle school, it's a whole new world. Um, and so I, I thought my boys have done a really good job just because I, I kind of think back to when I was in those grades that like sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. And the kind of things that 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 I was saying, the kind of things that my friends were saying, the kind of things that we were hearing. And I grew up in a different in a different time, different place. Um, but still. Like those kind of things, I know that they're still happening and they're happening here where, where I live now. And so, you know, I, I, I know that it goes on and I always talk to my I always talk to my kids and I'm like, listen, don't do that in the house. You know, I know that you guys probably do that outside. I've never heard it from you. I'm glad I haven't, um, you know, keep it that way. Well, I guess they, they thought, you know, mom and dad were tucked away, you know, for the for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> so so do so luckily my wife doesn't wake me up but the following morning oh, so you were asleep i was sleeping okay. yeah i was sleeping so the following morning she she tells me the the story and she is appalled <laughs> right <laughs> did she not think that middle schoolers would you know and we've talked about this and and i told her like yo i'm sure it happens and a matter of fact to my kid's face you know i, I told him like i like i know you guys do it i haven't heard it but I know you do it. Do not do that in the house. Like at least have enough respect for the house and for me and your mother. Yeah. Right. Don't, don't just don't do it in the house. Um, and always understand where you are, understand who you're around, understand your surroundings and, and make good judgment calls. Right. Because you can, you know, you can, you can sit back and, and throw a few back like we do on here with a friend and talk a certain way and then when you're in let's say a work environment right you gotta know you gotta know when to turn things on and off and so you know i think school is a good place to do that where you or you get around your friends whether it's in school or after school and and you have these you know you, you kind of talk to your buddies and you guys talk a certain way and then when you get around their parents or around other adults and then you sort of have the respect you have you, you change your language you change your mannerisms um, because in life you, unfortunately you have to do that. Yeah. And so I've never experienced it, but so my wife comes and she's like, 
So I go by their rooms <laughs> and I hear the little one say, yo, bitch. <laughs> the little one. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so when she tells me this, I'm going, yo, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. As someone who occasionally plays online, if that's the only thing he's saying, you've done a great job. Thank you, man. I'm going to pat myself on the back. But so as she's telling me this story, um, you know, she's like, you know, um, I, I went into the room and then, you know, I didn't really yell at them or anything, but I said something to them and they could see it in my face. And then you can tell that they, they, they knew they were sort of caught. And this whole time as she's talking, I'm going, I can't be a hypocrite. <laughs> I like how do how do I how do I go and approach this? I gotta go and approach this kind of like how I've been doing. Yeah, because right? if they go, well, Dad, did you curse <laughs> when you were twelve? And then they're gonna go, or even or even now, right? I mean, uh, listen, I don't I don't make it a habit of 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 you know letting things fly around the house but they do but they do occasionally right it's, and it's and it's my damn house so i talk however however i feel dude i occasionally play video games online right and most of the time you get paired up with like probably uh, teenagers right so middle schoolers or high schoolers and so if i'm not in a in a a party right quote unquote so that means i'm playing with people that i know and usually you can black out the chat from the other teams and you're oh, just yeah. talking to people you know which is f which for the record so I'm apprehensive to let my daughter play online video games with the headset on. It's coming. Because of people like your kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I do is I let her play with me and like people that I know because then we can party chat it. And I, and I got to tell you the tell fellas them, like, right. hey, man, my daughter's on here. Like, let's right. keep, you know, let, try not to say dick. All right. <laughs> uh, F word here. You got it right. You're not going to do it. But try not to, try not to, uh, any genitalia, let's keep that out. Right. So. <laughs> but man some of these kids like some kid once told me he was gonna rape me in the nose and i don't even know what the fuck that means but that shit sounded mean <laughs> yeah and you know what's worse is when these kids have that that squeaky ass voice that cracks because they're going through puberty and they're like you in the nose fuck you i got videos so i and I'm super mature, right? So I just keep telling these kids I'm their dad. <laughs> and I just go, I gotta get on these games. Oh, bro, it's so. You know what though? It, it's not as good as it used to be. Back in the day, everybody had headsets, right? And they would clown you if you didn't have a headset and you were talking shit, right? These days, man, everybody mutes their shit and kills in peace. Like it's weird. Like nobody has like nobody talks as much. Unless you're with your team, like you're, like before it used to be you and and we would say the most vile shit to each other, like on those little party chat or on those room chat things. Oh my god, man, the stuff I've said to kids like yours, or maybe your kids, like who started talking shit, I've scarred a couple of kids for sure. <laughs> Dude, you know what's hilarious? Earlier today, um. My daughter's been begging me to watch this movie, uh, uh, Alita. I don't know if you've seen this movie, Alita. No. It's, it's actually pretty dope. Alita? Alita. No, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, I, I, we had looked it up. It's PG-13. And then, of course, it tells you why. It's like, you know, violence, you know, uh, profanity, all this other stuff, right? So, I go on these websites and I look at the stuff that's in it that I'm like, oh, okay. 
you know, I can stomach that. Or I can explain this or whatever. Right. So we watched the movie. The movie's not bad. Like, I felt like the rating wasn't earned. The PG-13 rating wasn't earned. Like, it's actually what, like, there was less than five curse words. I want to say maybe three. And I think, I think if you throw one in there, you got to do the PG-13. You got to do PG-13. Yeah. And then they said something about a sexual reference. I didn't catch it. Maybe that says more about me than, <laughs> right? So I, go, I didn't catch anything. And at the end of the movie, my daughter looks at me and goes, I hear more from you directed towards us daily than I <laughs> Dad, you're rated yeah. R. And she's like, why were you so concerned about me watching this? And I was like, listen, I don't know, but that's a fair point. <laughs> well, you know what's funny about my situation, man? So this happens last night. I get the story in the morning. And then, dude, it's like 1 p.m. The boys have not come out of the room. Oh, because they know it's coming. Because they, yeah. And then I finally bust in there and I'm like, what is going on? So I, did she address it that, no. in the evening? With no, them? no, she didn't. So she sort of like went into the room. They saw her. So they knew they were sort of caught. Okay. And then she left it. So I think in the morning they kind of woke up like, mama's awake. Like, don't we, go outside. Oh, that whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had to go in there busting in like, guys, really? Like, all right, you did something wrong. Like it's fine. Like come out of the room. It's okay. You can actually have some food. You can, you can actually. <laughs> I don't know if uh, if your wife does this, but this is a Latina mom thing. I remember you woke up uh, and you knew they were in a bad mood, and there'd be some Spanish music playing, and they were cleaning the house, <laughs> and it'd be like loud as hell. Like no respect for anyone sleeping, and you just knew. Like I knew if I heard Mark Anthony or Vicente Fernandez at nine a.m. <laughs> On a Saturday morning, it was not about to be a good Saturday. Sneak out the bedroom window. <laughs> yep. I'm hitting up whoever, like, can I go to your house? Y'all got pancakes? <laughs> I haven't eaten yet. Mom's not feeding us Mom's today. not feeding yeah. Mom been scrubbing the same counter for two and a half hours. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, tell them where they can find us. Yo, uh, catch us and it's been dope man you guys have been hitting us up so uh, at the carbon footprint on IG that's probably the best one to get us at um, you know we we both uh, are logged on to that and we'll re- we respond as soon as we can um, we've been loving the feedback so hit us up on there I'm at Juan on stage on uh, IG too at some point hopefully I get back out and try to make attempts at this comedy thing um, and then speaking of games man on PlayStation Xbox and Twitch at not the fake JLo I'm trying to change that so that it matches across the board but yeah. right now it's that so um yeah man hit us up man it, it it's been awesome to get you guys uh, to get the feedback from all 11 of you guys man we appreciate it <laughs> And then some of y'all hit us up more than once. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Love it, man. We're talking smack. Uh, by, by the way, uh, is it Tito? Yeah. Listen, Beastie Boys are the greatest rap group of all time. <laughs> <laughs> You'll for sure get some feedback on that one. <laughs> hit me up, Tito. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate y'all, man. Peace. Peace.